You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Hey, it's Mark from the Mark Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. It's our leader of the country who fights for you and me. D-O-N-A-L-D-T-R-U-M-P. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Forever, ever hold that banner high. So come on out and vote for Don and beat the Democrats. D-O-N-A-L-D-T-R-U-M-P. Donald Trump president 2020. Donald Trump for emperor. Donald Trump, president forever. Wow, that guy was excited. That was really good. I like a D-O-N-A-L-D-T-R-U-M-B, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. That's how the song goes, right? Is that like a Donald Duck noise? Because Donald Duck, when they say Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck always jumps in there and goes. Oh, yes. I think I just hurt myself. (laughs) This is the Marquee Show, 855-765-1045 is our number. Man, where to start today? Holy cow. Dueling town halls. You might say it was a a debate where the two parties were in separate cities with separate moderators, but it was the same topics, the same subjects, and the same outcome. Donald uh, Trump, the clear-cut winner, not just in in uh, what he said, not just in his agenda for the country, but I, I, I wholeheartedly believe his debate looked better. It was more entertaining. The questions from the people were very exciting. By the way, did you get the clip? Did anyone pull the clip of the woman saying, I oh, love your smile, it's and then great. everyone applauded? Do we have that? No, I but I can it. pull that because it was so I watched it live and yeah. I felt so uncomfortable. You felt uncomfortable? Yeah. Well, because like it was just like, well, like he like loved it. But like then he got like this like smile. Oh, we have to, and, all right. Somebody oh. pull that clip. The lady says, I love your smile. And, and then he says, thank you. And then people literally applauded. The other thing about his town hall meeting was I don't know if you noticed this, but his microphone was very low during the first segment. And, and they always do that on purpose. During the first debate, Donald Trump's microphone was lower than Joe Biden's. And people say, oh, Joe Biden's older and speaks softer. No, that's not it. It's a ploy. We know about audio. We know we know how it works. Like, for example, I keep Hannah and Josh's mics way low so that my voice sounds bigger and bolder and more important. They do the same thing with Donald Trump. I think they fixed it after the first break. But, I mean, the whole look, it summed up their two campaigns perfectly. Donald Trump in Miami with a crowd of people who, Democrat, Republican, Independent, whatever they were, seemed really enthusiastic and really happy to be there and asked him great questions. You had Joe Biden in in the same place, I think, where his last town hall was, with four people who looked scared to be there. The questions were dull. The answers were just ridiculously hard to follow. He droned on and on and on. You had uh, as George Stephanopoulos trying to jump in several times to help Joe Biden, to cut him off and say, you know what? You're you're going to this answer is nobody understands what you're saying anymore. You need to stop talking and move on to the next thing. And Joe Biden just just couldn't help himself. Um, you had hardball questions from Savannah Guthrie. Savannah Guthrie, 
kicks off this thing. And again, I don't understand when white supremacy became a hot button issue for debate. When was white supremacy the number? I mean, if you look at the number one topics that affect America today, we can tell you what they are. The economy, COVID-19, taxes, health care is a huge concern for people. Nowhere is anyone concerned that white supremacy is one of the things that's going to bring down the United States of America. But they continue. They continue to keep asking him about it. Hey, smart one. He's oh, all. Oh, that's not the one. That's an open mic. Uh, I have the, we have we have so much audio from these two things. There's I mean, think about it. We just don't have one debate. We have two basically going on back and forth. And uh, and I kept flipping back and forth. But I found myself and I don't know if the ratings have come out yet. Hannah, see if you can find the ratings for last night. Go to Donald Trump's Twitter because that's probably where they would okay. be. Um, but the ratings for last night, I, tr- I tried to force myself. I tried to force myself to watch the Joe Biden debate. I, when Donald Trump was in a commercial or when Donald Trump was saying something that I've heard before because, you know, I mean, the, my wife goes, <laughs> my wife turns to me and goes, Donald Trump just says the same thing over and over again. I go, well, he keeps getting asked the same questions. Over and over again, the questions have not changed this entire uh, this entire, um, you know, season, election season. But but Joe Biden, I mean, between the two, it was unwatchable for some parts. I kept gravitating back to the Donald Trump one because it just seemed more interesting. Uh, Savannah Guthrie was a pit bull. She was trying to she was trying to get that soundbite. She wanted her win. She wanted her moment. And and what happened was she she tried to bait him again on the same ridiculous topics which have nothing to do with the election white supremacy which uh, he had denounced yet again and really really gave it to her on this one i denounce white supremacy okay and then he goes why do you keep why do they why do you keep asking me about it? i've denounced here here's the longer version i denounce white supremacy okay you do i denounce white supremacy for years but you always do it you always start off with the what? question you didn't ask joe biden whether or not he denounces antifa and you know what she said after this she goes you denounced white so he goes i just denounced white white supremacy and she said well you didn't do it fast enough can you do it again i mean it's it's, it's the same old story over and over again and donald trump is 100 percent accurate in his assessment of that you don't ask joe biden to denounce anything you don't ask joe biden to denounce uh white uh, antifa or the riots or the looting or any of those things you don't ask joe biden to denounce the defund the police movement black lives matter in fact yesterday here's the, the biggest story of the week who knows what it is anyway show of hands what is the biggest news story of the week If you said the Hunter Biden email scandal that not only erupted from the New York Post emails where Hunter Biden proves that his father had prior knowledge of his work with Burisma and the money he was getting from the Ukraine and may have even helped facilitate it through his his position as vice president of the United States, then you win. Congratulations. Also, tie that into the censoring of that by the big social media companies, Facebook and Twitter and probably Google. We don't even know. Uh, And then blatantly saying, we don't know if this story is true or not. We haven't fact checked it. But until we do, we are suppressing it. Now you've got Jack Dorsey being hauled up in front of the Senate next week. I assume Facebook people are going to be called into some kind of committee um, as well. They're going to have to answer for why they took a legitimate news story from a legitimate news source about the vice president and his son using American taxpayer dollars and the position of the vice presidency to make money for their family for personal gain to the tune of millions and millions of dollars. Uh, you know, they wrote a story about that. It got suppressed by the social media companies for no reason other than the fact that they also like Joe Biden. That's the biggest story of the week. How many questions do you think Joe Biden was asked about that story? 
How many times did George Stephanopoulos probe him about his involvement? How many of these emails did the people in the in the audience who were supposedly uh, not just Democrats, but unbiased voters? How many of those people do you think stood up and said, I have a question. Did you get your son a job in the Ukraine and in China for positions that he wasn't uh, nearly uh, qualified for just so that he could make money off of your position as vice president? Not one question about that in the Joe Biden town hall. But Donald Trump got questions about white supremacy, QAnon, demonic uh, pedophilia, conspiracy theories. I mean, he got the most ridiculous questions ever. And thank God Savannah Guthrie wasn't doing the entire interview, because if it was, she would have she would been like, Mr. Trump, you have not denounced Bigfoot yet. Why won't you do that? Do you believe in Bigfoot? And Donald Trump would be like, I don't know if there's Bigfoot or not. And she, but thank God these people were able to ask some questions and they got some really good ones. And Donald Trump was able to talk about important things like the economy, like the economic recovery, like uh, like immigration, you know, and, and he gave answers that made sense, that made people think he knows what he's talking about. And the way he handled Savannah Guthrie was amazing. And the way that Joe Biden came across yesterday was we had that guy, Eli, from Israel, and he called us yesterday and said, I'm not going to watch Joe Biden because it's middle of the night. I feel like I might fall asleep. It was nine o'clock at night and I almost fell asleep when Donald Trump, Donald Trump went for 60 minutes. He was done. Joe Biden had another 30 minutes after that. I watched about five minutes of it. And I was like, I can't keep my eyes open. I can't. We went to we went to the DVR and we watched uh, Celebrity Family Feud with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey from The Office because I needed something to like to, to keep me awake. And it wasn't Joe Biden answering questions about questions that nobody really cares about. You know what people care about with Joe Biden? We care about whether or not he's going to pack the court. We care about whether or not he knew uh, that his uh, or whether or not he helped his son get those jobs in the Ukraine. That's all we care about. And those are the two things that nobody ever asks him about. All right. Well, in all fairness, they asked him about court packing, but they were very they were very quick to let it go. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All right. We, we got to take a quick break already. We've got so many people calling in. Like I said, we've got a ton of audio we're going to get to here in just a minute. Some of your open mic messages. And oh, this is exciting. Big day for Donald Trump here in Florida. He's going to be in Ocala. He was in Miami last night. There was a huge boat parade. He had the town hall. He's going to Ocala uh, this afternoon for a rally. And Herschel Walker, who has been a big part of his campaign and a friend of the president's forever, is going to be joining us at 1105. And we'll go over what happened at the town hall, what we're expecting going up um, leading up to the election. And, of course, there is, get this, there is one more debate still to be had so something to look forward to 855-765-1045 quick break more of the mark k shows coming up on 104.5 wokv smart one he's already denounced white supremacy he did it a long time ago so why keep doing it over and over again that's like asking biden so you were vice president for obama yeah no kidding you know the uh, white supremacy angle and people always ask about it because it's not i mean it's not something that we need to be scared of no one's actually running around no one's actually running around scared that the white supremacists are are taking over. Even even black people that call the show and say, you know, I've never been afraid of, uh, of of white supremacy in my life. In fact, you know, James, who calls all the time, he says, I'm more afraid of other black people hurting me than white people. Um, and that's just, you know, that's the cold, hard. Uh, you know what? We should ask Herschel Walker about white supremacy because 
Um, you know, if anyone's going to be concerned about it, he's 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 uh, he's going to be one, the one because he is tied to the campaign. He's become a campaign surrogate for Trump. So we're going to add that to the list when he calls in in about uh, 30 to, to 30 to 40 minutes later today. Also, this whole town hall, I mean, it, the back the, one of the funniest things was this woman behind Donald Trump and she was nodding at everything that the president said, no matter what it was. Like he's he said, like, thank you for being here. And she was nodding like mm-hmm, he is so thankful to be there. And every time he answered a question, he she would just nod and the whites of everything. And so everyone she kind of went viral. People started asking, who is she? I saw gifs of her. There's actually a, a Twitter account. Somebody started uh, called nodding lady. And her bio reads, I'll sit behind you and agree with anything you say, even if it's totally nuts. And she's been tweeting since last night. She wrote, is there anything I disagree with the president about? Nod that I can think of. And then this morning, about 30 minutes ago, she wrote and said, <laughs> oh, just woke up with a really stiff neck <laughs> from nodding. But uh, Josh tracked her down. Who is she? You found out who she is. Yeah, she's a former, um, what did it say? She's a former ex-beauty queen. Let me find the article that I referred to. I thought you just found it. I, I did, but now I found it again. I oh, once okay, was lost, good. but now I found it. The mystery nodding woman who went through viral during President Trump town hall was a pro-Trump immigration attorney and former beauty queen who once ran for Congress. Oh, look at that. Her name is, in fact, in this article. <laughs> and while job, I scan quickly... Myra Jolie. Oh, perfect. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, she became she became super famous yesterday as by nodding in the background. Uh, And there was another woman, which you said we have the audio of this, right? This was a couple of of really fun Mm. parts from both of the um, uh, from both of the uh, town halls that we had yesterday. There was one in the Donald Trump. Her name was Paulette Dale. And she she identified as a Democrat, I believe. And what she said was, why don't are you talking oh, about the woman with the glasses? Yeah, here she is. Listen carefully. Good evening, Mr. President. Thank you, Thank you very much. I have to say, you have a great smile. Thank you. Thank you. So, you guys, you're so handsome when you smile. And I have to say, I mean, not, to me, the best part of that wasn't just that she was little, lit, basically hitting on the president of the United it States. It made me so uncomfortable. Why'd you make it? Why'd it make you uncomfortable? Because <laughs> then it, they like panned to his face and yeah. like he had this like really like. Hey, yeah. Mr. President, come well, here often. You. Come here often. And he handled like a pro. Like I, that happens to me a lot too. So like I understand oh, yeah. how mm-hmm. uncomfortable these some people can feel. But after after like the nineteenth time. Well, but then she said it later in the in the after her question, she's like, "You just look so handsome," or something like that. My favorite part about that whole clip though is that the entire audience started applauding good evening mr president thank you, thank you very much i have to say you have a great smile and that woman's nodding in the background he is so handsome uh when he smiles but that was that was one of the best moments i thought you know because it showed personality it showed that you know democrats can be attracted to republicans it showed a lot i think about and it made it more fun it made it more real one of the best moments from the Biden uh, town hall was when he said this. Vote for Trump. That was, which was, I think, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe he just said that. Vote for Trump. All right. I guess, you know, finally something that uh, that Joe Biden and I can. It was part of a longer clip. And vote for a president who think is more in line with you. And if you oppose the position that I, I would not have appointed her. But if you oppose my position, vote for Trump. Yeah, vote for Trump. And he also said this, which was which I thought was pretty accurate. Well, you could say that I'm a lousy candidate. And I didn't do a good job. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Vote for Trump. <laughs> if you think I'm a lousy candidate and I didn't do a good job, vote for Trump. I mean, that, that should be his new Forget Build Back Better. That should be the new slogan. Well, you could say that I'm a lousy candidate. 
and I didn't do a good job. Vote for Trump. Yeah. 855 uh, is our number. 855 A lot of stuff happened. None of it was new. None of it was interesting at the Joe Biden campaign. The uh, We knew... It would, you know what, and it would have actually made me happier had ABC and George Stephanopoulos not been so gosh darn predictable. It would have made me a lot happier if NBC and Savannah Guthrie hadn't been so gosh darn predictable. But you really could have sat down and scripted what was going to happen at the Donald Trump event, what was going to be asked, and more importantly, what was omitted from the Joe Biden uh, town hall last night on ABC. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your calls coming up. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. I am a Mark K Show fan. And I approve this message. Oh, I really appreciate it. Uh, 855-765-1045. If you want to leave us an open mic message, you can do that, too. Um, just go to our app. You can download it for free at the App Store, Google Play Store, iTunes, whatever, and send an open mic message. We'll get it right on uh We'll get it right on the air. And we also, we've been getting a lot of super chats. Ravina Pompey wrote she's a first-time voter, and she will vote for Trump, which is great, which is exactly what Joe Biden wants you to do. Vote for Trump. See? Uh, 855-765-1045. Let's go. We're going to talk to Herschel Walker here before too long. Uh, but before we do, I want to get some of your observations from last night's town halls, plural. Chris in Steubenville, Ohio. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hey, Mark. What's going on? Oh, nothing much, man. We're just hey, saying... Well, I didn't like about last night's event. Everybody's reading off these cards. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And the smiling lady who said she liked Trump's smile. Yeah. She said she was from Poland or something. She talked just fine. She looked down at that card, and she could barely read it. She was all verklempt because she was staring at Donald Trump's uh, pearly whites. She couldn't She couldn't. And there was also the last one. Savannah says, oh, this guy here has got a question. But he's stuck in traffic, so I'll read it for him. Yeah, yeah what was that? was a, that a photo of him. You know what's interesting? Nobody else in the audience has a question? You know what? That's an interesting point, Chris. That And that was a really NBC good point. Did he pass some questions out to people or something? Oh, of course they did. Uh, of course. Listen, just so you know, there is no such thing as reality television. Just so you know, there is no such thing as uh, I mean, they they want to control every aspect of this thing. That's why they will they will hand out the questions. They will be written. The Joe Biden questions. There was a, a question Joe got, Biden got about fracking. Well, common to his. Yeah. It's always at his. It, the woman read this question about fracking and it sounded like it was written by some Ph.D. on fracking from pennsylvania it was like the history of fracking and i thought to myself there's no way this woman wrote this question but you're right about the, the guy exactly who was right. you're right about the guy who was stuck in traffic there was this one question and, and savannah goes he's stuck in traffic so we're just going to show you this photo we pulled from his facebook page and read the question and there's 40 other people there i'm like look let one of them read a qu- ask a question i'm sure one of them has something to say um what i really just did not like about savannah guthrie and i know a lot of people are cheering her as a hero of the left this morning but I thought she was I thought she did a terrible job. I thought the questions she asked were ridiculous. She came across as uh, she came across as as really offensive, not offensive like she offends me, but on the offense, she was attacking Donald Trump 
for no reason. This ridiculous white supremacy. Would you denounce it? You didn't, but you didn't denounce it fast enough. What about QAnon? What about all this? Let's talk to the, let's talk about things that matter, like, like the economy, like COVID-19 response, like immigration. Let's talk about those things. Let's talk about, you know, defunding the police. Let's talk about how we're going to make sure that our taxes remain or how we can open up the rest of the country. These are the really important issues. You know, what about China? Will there be retaliation? What, what, what are the things that people really care about? Do they care about QAnon? Probably not, but she's wasting our time on this primetime event talking about it. So I didn't really like the way she did that. Um, the other thing, though, I didn't like is that someone in the audience would ask a question. And while Donald Trump was answering the question of the audience member, she would jump in and go, yeah, but what about this? Or, yeah, but what about that? And if I were the president, I'd be like, excuse me, Savannah, I was an- I was in the middle of answering this woman's question. She really felt, and I think it's because of what happened with Chris Wallace, and I think it's because of Steve Scully, and I think it's because everyone said there is no way anyone can handle Donald Trump. They probably told her, you need to, you, this is your moment to shine. If you handle this with, uh, with authority, and if you can, they, if you can really keep Donald Trump on a short leash, then you will, you will win the day. And at the end of this, look, Everybody sees what's going on. Same questions over and over again. Same ridiculous questions for Joe Biden over and over again. Clearly stacked at the deck in favor of Joe Biden. A much longer, much more boring town hall with Joe Biden and Donald Trump being being, I mean, you know, walking into the lion's den. You know, somebody else wrote on a, on a super chat. Why is it that we always see Joe Biden um, get these softball questions from these 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 liberal broadcasters, but he never gets interviewed by a conservative, and Donald Trump's always getting interviewed by these liberals, and and they're they're tearing him apart, uh, tearing him apart. First of all, there's no such thing as a conservative broadcaster. There's not one out there. Chris Wallace, he's not conservative, but Donald Trump sat down with him, not just at the debate, but for a two-hour interview prior to that. Donald Trump sat down with Bob Woodward, whose job is to basically destroy Republican presidents. That's his job. He made a career out of destroying a Republican president with tape recordings. And Donald Trump sat down and talked to him because he's fearless. He's not scared. He knows he has to get his message out there. He knows that the media is run by liberals, but he still knows that he needs the media to get out there. And so he walks right into the lion's den and says, open up, big boy, and sticks his head right in there. And he comes out every single time stronger than before. Whereas Joe Biden, you know what? You know what? He's atrophying this guy. Joe Biden is not getting smarter. He's not getting sharper. He's not he's not honing his message. You get better. You under one of the most brilliant answers. And I don't even know if we have it here, because, like I said, there's so much to go through. But one of the uh, oh, here it is. They started asking about about uh, Amy Coney Barrett and they started asking what conversations the president has had with Amy Coney Barrett. Did you ask her if she'd overturn Roe v. Wade? Did you ask her if she would rule in favor of you if there was some kind of question about the election? Did you ask her if she would overturn Obamacare? And Donald Trump's like, I didn't ask her anything. I asked her nothing. I think that she's going to make a great decision. I did not tell her what decision to make. And I think it would be inappropriate to say right now because I don't want to do anything to influence her. Boom. And see, that's exactly what comes from being a skilled uh, being a skilled interview subject with the liberal media. When she says, what do you think of Roe v. Wade or would you like her to overturn Roe v. Wade? Donald Trump cut her off at the pass and said, I know what's going to happen here. If I say I'm in support of overturning Roe v. Wade or if I say she should overturn Roe v. Wade if it comes up, then you're going to turn around and tomorrow morning on the Today Show say Donald Trump was sending signals to Amy Coney Barrett. Donald Trump is communicating with Amy Coney Barrett through his town hall meeting, and he's too sharp for that. 
he's too sharp for that. I mean, he's out there every single day cutting his teeth on these reporters. Joe Biden is getting coddled. He's getting weaker by the minute. And you can see that by some of his responses. You can see that because he doesn't know that you shouldn't go in to a to a town hall and say things like like this. Well, you could say that I'm a lousy candidate and I didn't do a good job. Vote for Trump. Because some idiot radio broadcaster is going to cut it up and make it sound like he's stumping for the incumbent. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Kelly in Palm Beach. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? Oh, doing really well. Doing really well, Kelly. Thanks for asking. What's up? What do you want to say today? Okay. Well, the reason why I think the reporters and the moderators are keep asking Trump about denouncing white supremacy is because I think Biden is losing the black voters' vote. Oh, yeah. Do you think? <laughs> that is 100%. I think. That's 100% um, right, yeah. And also, um, I was wondering, my twin sister and I were wondering when are you going to be doing the amendments show? Because we typed this up and put it on Facebook and blast this to all of our. Uh, conservative Republican friends, and then they take their uh, sample ballot, fill it out, and then they go and vote. So yeah, well, I do this for all my friends. All right, I'll tell you what. We will schedule that for Monday where we run through all the Florida amendments. However, and I will put an asterisk on this, if for some reason something happens over the weekend, which is always a distinct possibility, if somebody gets COVID or somebody drops out of the race or there's another event canceled or you get, I mean, that's the thing. We really can't plan too far in advance, but I will, we will put it on the docket for Monday um, because like I, I know a lot of, and in fact, early voting in Florida starts Monday, doesn't it? Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. vote early. I vote on the day of because I'm not retarded. Yep. <laughs> Okay. All right. I'll, we'll, we'll take your word for it. Um, but I think early voting starts on, on Monday here in Florida. So we'll get that information out there because that is something that's going to be very, very important to a lot of Florida voters. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Jerry in Ponte Vedra Beach. Hi, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing fine, Mark. How about yourself, though? Oh, oh, really good, man. Really good. What do you want to say today, Jerry? Okay. Well, yeah, you know, I have, I have two issues. First of all, obviously Joe has, has a medical capacity of, of, a, of a problem and, and his wife knows this. And I think it's really sad that she allows him to be used by the Democratic Party, uh, as a pawn to get a far left person in the presidency of the United States. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's pretty clear that's what's going to happen. And I think she almost should be ashamed of herself for how, for allowing her husband to be used this way because the wife Hello? Goes first. Oh. That somebody has a problem. Yeah. Always. Yeah, my wife Always. knows about all my problems, and she knew way yeah. before I did. You're right <laughs> yeah, about that, Jerry. Hey, thanks so much for calling. Listen, there's, I mean, there's a really clear reason. If you don't know why, everyone always says, why are they pushing this poor man out there? If you don't know why, it's right there in the New York Post. we got to take a quick break, but I'll explain. everyone always says, why are they making this poor man do this? Why are they putting him out there? How can his wife stand by and watch him just go out there and, and, and drool all over himself? And, and you know, he, he's clearly not well. He's too old. He needs to rest. There's, he shouldn't be doing this. Why, how can they stand by and let it happen? I mean, the, the answer is pretty obvious. We'll get to it here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. Even though it was more of a debate with Savannah Guthrie than a town hall, I believe Donald Trump 
knocked quite a few of them out of the park last night. You know, something else happened uh, before the debate, and I promise I'll answer the question I said I would answer here in just a minute, but something happened before the debate last night um, with Steve Scully from C-SPAN. And for those of you that my, – my wife was like, who's Steve Scully? I go, this was the guy – this is this is how – Another reason not to trust anything that you hear or see in the mainstream. This guy, Steve Scully, works for C-SPAN. He's a reporter. He's been there forever. And they, uh, Donald Trump accused him of being a biased pro-Biden reporter. And he was supposed to moderate the debate that was going to take place in Miami. He was going to be the moderator of the town hall debate before it got canceled. And he was uh, a Biden intern. This is how old Joe Biden, by the way, is. Steve Scully, who's like, I mean, he's like in his 50s interned for joe biden when he was in the senate so everyone at in the trump campaign and a lot of people on the right were saying this debate commission again totally not bipartisan if they're picking a known democrat a former employee of joe biden's to moderate this debate and all the media was like i've known steve scully my entire life steve scully is the most impartial guy steve scully doesn't have a biased bone in his body steve scully's steve scully's amazing well, Steve Scully gets busted on Twitter tweeting with Anthony Scaramucci, the mooch, who worked for Donald Trump for seven days and then became a huge anti-Trumper. And Steve Scully was was communicating with uh, uh, Scaramucci before the debate and instead of DMing him, tweeted out, should I respond to Trump? Thinking it was a private message, but putting it out there on Twitter like an idiot, like only someone who you would think Joe Biden would hire would do. And all of a sudden, it blew up in his face. People are like, what's this? Steve Scully is communicating with Scaramucci before the debate? Clearly, Donald Trump was right again. Clearly, Steve Scully's in the bag for Biden. Clearly, Steve Scully is an anti-Trumper. And then Steve Scully, in an effort to cover it up, did what everybody did and said, oh, my account was hacked. Your account was hacked? Oh, no. C-SPAN sent out a big message on their Twitter account saying our reporter Steve Scully's Twitter account was hacked. He tweeted out some messages which seemed to uh, you know, show that he's perpetrating a fraud on the American people. And truly, he is not. And we are working with Twitter to investigate it. Well, yesterday, guess who got suspended for lying about their Twitter account being hacked? Steve Scully. Steve Scully, who yesterday was supposed to be the ultimate moment in his career. Yesterday, he was going to be all eyes on him. He was going to be the debate moderator between Donald Trump and Joe Biden at their second debate in Miami. And instead, yesterday was the day that he got fired for being another lying, left leaning, liberal hack media wannabe. And that's why you can't believe anything that anybody says. And that's why whenever Donald Trump is interviewed at a town hall meeting or on a news station or wherever, you're going to have to take it with a grain of salt because everything is biased and everything is driven by the left's agenda. Now, back to the question we had before the break about why Joe Biden's family and his wife, who supposedly loves him, keeps pushing him out there. It's because of this Hunter Biden story. This Hunter Biden story where where Joe Biden, Vice President Joe Biden, arranged for his son to get political favors and tons of cash from foreign countries based only on the fact that he was uh, the son of the vice president selling influence to, to dictatorships all around the globe, communist countries like China. You know, uh, people like the Ukraine who are let's you know, you want to talk about shady dealings. The former president of the Ukraine was one of the shadiest. And he used his role as vice president. He used your tax dollars to bribe and cajole and manipulate and get his son and his family in turn tons and tons of money from all these foreign companies. And if Joe Biden is president, all those troubles go away. All the emails disappear. 
the Department of Justice isn't going to interview Joe Biden in a Joe Biden administration. But if Donald Trump becomes president, guess what's going to happen? That swamp is going to get drained. Those emails are going to come to light. The Justice Department's going to be breathing down every single Biden neck. And, and that's why Jill Biden and Hunter Biden and the Obamas, who are totally complicit, and the, and the Clintons, who still, I'm sure, aren't there committing crimes. These people need to keep the skeletons in the closet. They need to keep the bodies buried. They are all going to have a rough last chapter of their lives if Joe Biden loses. That's why they push him out there, because they need money and they need security from indictment. That's why Jill Biden is like, get out there, Joe. You got to get out. There. I don't care what you say. I don't care who you sniff. I don't care what you call me or what race you think you're running for. You get out there because I am not, repeat, not going to jail and neither are my kids. It's all it's all selfish uh, and it's all uh, it's all for you know self-preservation. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, quick break. We got Herschel Walker coming up here in just a minute. That's cool. He's a uh, Trump surrogate spokesperson for the Trump campaign. We're going to talk a little bit about the town hall last night and see what's going on in the upcoming events uh, here in just a minute. So stay tuned to the Marque Show on one hundred four point five WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Oh, my God, Mark. This is ridiculous. Can we please get some actual competition for Donald Trump? Jeez. Yeah. By the way, there's some new polling models out there that we want to share with you here uh, in just a second. Also, we're going to play some fake news Friday coming up, which is one of our favorite games because, Ooh. A, it's super fun, and, B, it means it's Friday, and uh, we don't have to work tomorrow. But before we get to any of that, we are very excited to have with us on the phone, uh, I mean, with sports hero, American legend, and now super conservative spokesperson for the Donald Trump campaign, and all-around nice guy, too. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Herschel Walker to the show. Herschel, you there? Hello there. How are you guys doing? Hey, how are you, man? Good to talk to you. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Herschel, we're here in Jacksonville, Florida. I don't know if you've ever been here, but we have a pretty big college football game every year. Here in Jacksonville. Yeah, I have, and I tell you, I love Jacksonville. I have friends there, and uh, you know, Jacksonville is a good place. And I, I, I sort of helped to make my career there in Jacksonville. Yeah, absolutely. Was it forty-four nothing or something? Right? Wasn't that the final score? One score. That was one score. One. Well, listen, we're, we're, we have a lot of Georgia fans that listen to our show. We have a lot of Florida fans, too. But everybody, I think, is, is conservative and everybody's really appreciated what you've been doing this election cycle coming to the defense of the president, who even last night, and I'm sure you saw the Savannah Guthrie Town Hall, even last night was repeatedly asked again to denounce white supremacy. And, and you know, you've been a friend of the president. You've been a part of this campaign it, and you're also a black American. Is white supremacy one of the major issues that's that's facing the United States today? Well, no, it's not. And and that's what's so sad is they keep bringing that up. Yeah. He's denounced it, you know, thousands of times. And I've known him for a long time. That's the reason I got involved. They was lying about him. And he's not a racist. And I'm not sure why they keep bringing it up. And I think last night. Savannah, because she was getting so much kickback from a lot of her uh, entertainment friends yeah. and from a lot of people at NBC that she had to be tough on the president. But I, this, I, I thought it was disrespectful. They've been disrespectful to this president since he's been inaugurated, and I, I think that is very, very sad. 
Oh, 100%. And even the most amazing thing to me was, and I was kind of half expecting her to bring it up again, but even when he said I denounce it, she came back and said, you didn't do it fast enough. Which I thought. Well, you know, what was even worse is uh, she brought up another group. To be honest with you, I've never heard of the group she brought up. And he said, I haven't heard of it. And she said, oh, yes, you have. And it's like, wait a oh, minute. Yeah. I, and to be honest, I hadn't heard of the group she brought up last night. Yeah. He's, and and But it's amazing how they continue to want to put that on him. And But I take it from Herschel Walker, who I've known him for over 38 years. This guy's not a racist. He's never been a racist. And yeah. to be honest, he don't know anything about racism. He know he does know, know a lot about business. He knows a lot about family because sure. he loves his family and he loves America. And that's one reason I got involved. He didn't even know I was going to speak out for him. He never asked me to. Oh, really? His, his campaign never asked me to. And, you know, and we've been close friends. And we've talked since he since he was in the uh, presidency. And, you yeah. know, he appointed a position. But uh, because we're friends, he never asked me to do any of that. I did it on my own because I just thought it was the right thing to do. And right now we're fighting for America's values. We're not just fighting for the presidency. We're fighting to keep uh, keep God. You know, you saw the Democratic yeah. uh, Convention. They wanted to move God out of everything. They yeah. wanted to change this whole country around. And, and I'm not going to let them do it. You know, I, I see so many celebrities and so many entertainers and athletes talking how racist this country is, it's such a bad place and all this. And I'm here to tell all our young kids out there, America is the best country in the world. You can achieve America's dream. You get out and work. Don't let, don't listen to these celebrities. They've made it. You can make it as well. Don't believe in that. And, you, and that's a, I'm so glad you brought that up. And I've heard you say, you know, I've lost so many friends and I've lost so much respect from people that, that, you know, I've known my entire life just because of my support from Donald Trump. And there is something with athletes. I mean, LeBron James comes to mind. He has been so outspoken against this president and against some of, like you said, the values that I think as Americans we all uphold. As, is that something that shocks you and surprises you? Or is that something you, you, kind, of, you kind of understand where they're coming from and how they're driven by? I mean, like, for example, example, LeBron James won't denounce China and the dealings that the NBA has with China, but he'll bash the president and he'll support, you know, anti-police movements and things like that. Well, you know, it's sad, but I, I tell people this. That's yeah. the reason we're the best country in the world, because you can do this in America. I like to see LeBron James go to China and talk China down and, and, and hype on America, and he'll be he'll be hidden somewhere. He'll yeah. never show up again. <laughs> that's, right, yeah. but that's why America is such a wonderful place. And, you know, I tell people to educate themselves. You know, I'm tired of people claiming they don't like this president, but yet they haven't educated themselves to even learn about him. Yeah. All they've done is listen to what people said about him and not educated themselves to see what he's done for the African-American, for the Latino-American, for America itself and then they can understand you know every every four years you have a president that come up that say oh i'm gonna do all this for the black america i'm gonna do this i'm mm -hmm. running on this running on that and yet they do nothing we're in the same point we were at when they first started but this president here has changed things the economy went down not just for african america but for everybody sure, yeah. you know and not just for that you know and i say he's changed so much and people don't want to even acknowledge that 
Yeah, Herschel Walker, by the way, lady, you know him. He's a Heisman Trophy winner, uh, college football Hall of Fame, played for Dallas and uh, Minnesota, all over the place, and now working uh, closely with Donald Trump. And he's volunteering, as we point out. No one called him. He said, look, I don't I don't like what people are doing to this country or this president, so I'm going to jump in there. And that's why we're chatting with him today. We have, Herschel, a lot of African-American listeners who are conservative here in Jacksonville, and they call all the time, and they talk about the arguments they get in with their friends. But I think one of the things that you just pointed on was the, the – the, um, the education. There's this thing that sh- that's been going on with Ice Cube. Have you seen this? What's been going on with him and the uh, and the Platinum Plan? No, I have seen it, and it's very very sad. But I want everyone to hear this. Yeah. What happened with Ice Cube, which is sad, is he has a program that a program that he had that run right alongside what the president himself had thought of that he wanted to do in the African American community yeah. called the Platinum Plan. Well, what was interesting about Ice Cube is this plan that he had. He was trying to meet with the Democratic uh, uh, campaign and also the Republican campaign. Well, you know, the Democratic campaign said, oh, we'll talk to you after the election. Right. They didn't even care about it. Well, the, uh, the Trump campaign decided to talk to him. They even talked about changing some things to help him out. Well, because he's been now getting so much pushback from different people about why you're working with this campaign and this and that, he's not sure that he can go to one side or the other. And and I'm I'm just it, it it's a it's a shame. It's horrible that, like that. And I say it is sad. But you know, if you love America, if you love America, you got to fight for America. I told people this, and I want all the African Americans out there to hear, all the white America, all the Latino America, all America. Uh, Spanish, uh, Italian. If you don't like America, you can go to the country you like because we don't. We're not going to hold you here. We're not going to hold you. Here. You can go somewhere else. But I want to keep America values where we have God, where you have the freedom of speech, where you have the freedom to carry a gun, you have the freedom to do things. I don't want to go to another country. I love America, and do we have things to work on? Yes, we do, but we work on it as a group. We work on it as one. There's not a race. There's not black. There's not white. There's not this. The reason we're the best country in the world is God has put us together, that he's mixed us up, that we come up with all these great ideas and make this a great country. Herschel Walker, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I guess go out and vote for Trump so we can keep it that way. Is that <laughs> That's your final right? <laughs> That's exactly right. If you if you watch this, and, and I tell people, and I'm not going to put anyone down, but if you watch uh, uh, Biden, let's be honest, guys. Mm. Do you really think Biden is a leader? Do you think he's a head coach? Do you really think uh, Joe Biden is a head coach? He don't even have those leadership qualities, and everyone knows that. You see it. Everyone gets so excited when he can just make a speech without reading from a teleprompter. They act like that is the best thing in the world. Wait. We are voting for the most powerful man in the world. And they say, and you can't do that. And if you, I don't know if anyone saw the Wolf Blitzer, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, uh, yeah, we love I've watched it nine times. It was great. Well, listen to what she says. And that's what I tell people. All the African-Americans need to hear this. Listen to what she says. One of the things she made a statement at is she's so appalled to the president putting his name on a check so they can get a stimulus check. But I think the worst thing that she said as Mr. Blitzer is trying to ask her why she not negotiating, she go, well, we feed them. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want the government feeding my child. I don't want Lance Pelosi feeding my child. I yeah. don't want her staying in her mansion 
feeding my family in Wrightsville, Georgia, or feeding my cha- my family in, in Jacksonville, Florida, or feeding my champion, my my family in New York City. I don't know where she get off that thinking that you know there's people that are looking for money to pay their rent, looking for money to put food on their table, and she won't even negotiate because she got a problem with this president. It ain't about her. It ain't about this president. It's about the people, the people of the United States of America. Herschel Walker. Hey, listen, man, thanks again for all you. It, it was so great to talk to you. Such an honor. And we look forward to see. Are you going to be going out on the road? Or are you going to be in Ocala at this rally? Or are you doing anything else for the Trump campaign? I won't be in Ocala, but I am in some places, some stops with him. I wish I was uh, in Ocala. Yeah. I love the state of Florida. I love Jacksonville. Yeah. And it's because I played there, but I think there's a lot of good people there in Jacksonville. And, yeah. and I'll, I've always have liked Jacksonville, and I thank you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Herschel, well, thank you, man. We appreciate you calling in. It was great talking to you. Give it up for Herschel Walker, everybody. Woo! Quick break. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show is coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K, 855 Herschel Walker, man, what a great guy. That guy is so great. Uh, not just an amazing athlete, but stepping out of the... Uh, Stepping out of the woodwork to support the president, his old friend, and say, look, we need to keep America rolling. We need to keep America on the right track. And he brings up some great points. And it's true, this Ice Cube story, we didn't really hit on it because there's been so much other news. But Ice Cube, I mean, he contacted the Joe Biden campaign and they said, talk to us later. And Donald Trump said, what do you need? He goes, I need billions of dollars for black neighborhoods and to invest in the black community. And Donald Trump said, yeah, we could we could do that. Come in here and talk. And all of a sudden, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, who has been a pillar, I'm sure, of the black community his entire life, who has been a success story and a legend and someone who worked for equality and to make sure that black people and entrepreneurs could get a fair shake and that black neighborhoods weren't left behind. I mean, this is a guy who made it, made it out. You know, remember NWA, he made it out. And now he's trying to give back and he's getting reamed on Twitter. He's getting reamed on Facebook. He's getting reamed in the press. Why? Because he's working with Donald Trump. Working with Donald Trump. Didn't say he voted for Donald Trump. He's not wearing a red hat. He's not like Herschel Walker who's coming on here saying, y'all leave the country if you don't like it. We're going to stay. He's not doing any of that. All he did was go to the White House and say, hey, here's what I'm trying to accomplish. And the Trump campaign said, we can help you accomplish that. And now they're trying to cancel Ice Cube. And that's the issue. That's the issue. Nobody wants progress in the Democratic Party. Nobody on the left wants progress. They want the chaos because that's how they can continue to attack their opponents. If something good happens in America, it is bad for the Democrats. And that's something that we see over and over again. Brian in St. Augustine. How you doing, Brian? Thanks so much for calling. Now, let's squeeze in here real quick. What do you want to say? Yeah, hey, Mark. I'm down here in St. Augustine. Yeah. Um, you know, as a, a small business guy, I'm real concerned about the, the election coming up. And uh, there's an event Sunday in Jacksonville that's uh, focusing on the get out to vote. Uh, efforts and uh, you know it's it's not just for for Trump but but we need to get out and vote and uh, Kat Kamek is a is a great candidate for us running for Congress and we need to make sure that uh, Congressman Rutherford uh, is able to stay in his position and you know I just wanted to call and thank you for what you're doing and, and see if you could blast that out there and where it's a, get, where is this rally you said it's in it's in Jacksonville it's on the water so it's get out the boat uh, oh get out the boat oh I like that okay cool. Right, yeah, yeah, so they're going to be meeting under the green months there yeah. uh, about 1 o'clock. Uh, it'll start at one thirty, 
and you know, I just think it'll be a great effort to just recognize the, the efforts being made to encourage folks to get out and vote. Yeah, while being on a boat parade. Vote on the boat. Uh, I love it, Brian. Meet up afterwards. I love it. That's great. And the only other thing going on in Jacksonville at one o'clock is the Jaguars game. So this clearly will have more. This will be way more exciting. <laughs> And then, and I think I checked the latest poll. I think Donald Trump has more of a chance of winning uh, than the Jaguars do. So that's probably that's probably something else positive. No, none of these are landing. Nobody's. Yeah. You guys aren't paying attention, are you? I am. You said more. <laughs> oh, thank you, John. I you said more interested in the Jaguars game, and I shook my head. Yes. Shaking your head doesn't work on the radio. I'm sorry. Just Sometimes FYI. you don't want me to talk. So. Touche. Uh, <laughs> Touche. Fair enough. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right. Coming up next, it's time for fake. News Friday. We need two contestants. So if you want to play fake, <laughs> no, no, not the time. Oh. If you want to play fake news Friday, give us a buzz eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We'll do it next on one zero four point five WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between ten and twelve. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Just read the news headline that half the nation is divided about this election. Did they really need a poll to figure that out? I mean, come on, folks. Damn, I wish I could get paid for doing nothing. You know what? Half the nation is divided about every election. I mean, we have a two-party system here. You should go back and take a look. In fact, there was a poll. Before we get out of here, somebody remind me in the last break, I want to talk about this new poll that really is kind of in line with what, what we've been saying about the Electoral College for months now. And it shows you, it's really fascinating how many of the elections of the past had the winner of the election down in the polls by sometimes double digits. And uh, Donald Trump was that way against Hillary Clinton, but he wasn't the only one. There's there's dozens of them. Anyway, we'll get to that here in just a minute. Right now, it's time for Fake News Friday. This is Wow, we're very excited about that. Uh, let's meet our contestants, <laughs> shall we? Yes. Here, well, First of all, we have Terry, who's calling from Wisconsin. Hi, Terry. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Oh, doing great. Uh, we appreciate you checking in from Wisconsin, and we're very excited to have you here. Uh, you're going to be playing against Travis in Jacksonville. Travis, what's going on, man? How are you doing? Hey, Mark. What's up, man? Thanks for having me. No, you know, just chilling, uh, doing a radio show, hanging out, ready to play some <laughs> fake news Friday. Uh, we've got uh, so we've got Terry and Travis, Wisconsin and, and Florida. Oh, it's like it's like a battle of the swing states today. Ooh. It is. That's really great. Well, that's funny. Yeah, I, was I was listening to your weather reports, and the low is going to be 60 for you guys. I had to laugh at that. I'm like, woo. Yeah. That's <laughs> cold. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I got my sweater ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. We already had snow last night. <laughs> All right, great. Listen, we got we only have a limited okay. amount of time here. Okay. All right. <laughs> what, what kind of snow was it though? Was it heavy or was it was it more flaky? Don't it was eat, sleet. Don't eat yellow snow, by the way. Flurry. Okay, flurry. Okay, good. Flurries. All right, good. Uh, all right. Well, Terry, Travis, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go. We're gonna give you some headlines here in just a minute, and you're gonna have to tell us if they're fake news headlines or real news headlines. Meaning, is it something that really happened, or is it something that didn't happen? And while it seems obvious in this day and age, it's really not all that obvious. So uh, whoever gets the most right wins a T-shirt at the end of the game, um, which we'll have Hannah send out to you several weeks from today. Okay. Or Terry, we'll have her send you a sweatshirt because it's colder where you are. That's right. That's perfect. But, yeah. All right, perfect. All right, but first you have to win. All right, uh, Terry, we're going to kick it off with you. Are you ready for your first Fake News Friday headline? I am. All right, listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Democrat senators invited a young child dressed as a street orphan 
to ask Amy Coney Barrett why she is taking away his health care. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to go fake. You're going to go fake news? Yeah, fake news. That is fake news. Congratulations. Nicely done, Jerry. You got this. This is an easy peasy lemon squeezy. You're going to kill this one, I can tell. All right, Travis, are you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully, Travis. Here we go. Listen and tell us if this is real news or fake news. After their historic national championship win in the bubble, the L.A. Lakers had a huge parade in Los Angeles and a second huge parade in Beijing. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to have to go with fake news on that. You think that's fake news? We just talked to Herschel Walker about LeBron James being in bed with China. It would be pretty bad if they had a parade in Beijing. Yeah, you're right. It would be. Congratulations. That is also also fake news. Nice job, man. We can't pull the wool over either of your eyes. Uh, All right, Terry, next up. uh, Here we go. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Are you ready for the next headline? I am ready. Here we go. A topless bar in Oregon lost its liquor license because the employees were not wearing masks. A topless bar (laughs) in Oregon lost its liquor license because employees were not wearing masks. Is that real news or is that fake news? Ted Wheeler, I go real. You go with real? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, No, that is real news. Congratulations. What happened? That happened. Also, they weren't uh, they weren't socially distancing during the lap dances. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you guys laughing at that. Well, what were the polls saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, you know what? Fun fact though, it was the bartenders weren't wearing masks. The bartenders weren't wearing masks, so they had to. Um... All right, Terry, you get another point. You're doing great. You are doing really well. Travis, are you ready for your next one? Yeah. Sure. No pressure. Here we go. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Machu Picchu. <laughs> Why'd you come in so hard? What's wrong? Who is that? Are you angry about that? No. I'm just, Machu I'm reading, Picchu. I'm reading the headline. <laughs> All right. Machu Picchu opened up for a single tourist who'd waited in line for seven months to see it. Is that real news or is that fake news? I have no idea what this even is. I'm going to go with fake news on that. You're going to go with fake Peru's fa- famous Machu Picchu ruins. Don't know who that. Don't know anything about that. Yeah, I'm going to go with fake news. It, it was the Incas. Yeah, it was the Incas. That's right. It, that's actually real news. That's actually real news. There was a guy wow. who'd been waiting in line for seven months. <laughs> they were closed due to COVID-19. Uh, but he said, "Look, he came to Peru with the dream of being able to see Machu Picchu. He was from Japan, so they uh, they opened up." And after seven months, he got his dream. Um, very, very. Oh my God! Yeah, I know. Very excited. Anyway, Machu, Machu Picchu. <laughs> that was so aggressive. You'll never, you'll never, all right, two to one. Uh, uh, Terry, we back to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully, Terry. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Protesters who showed up at the Amy Coney Barrett hearings dressed as characters from The Hands, Handmaid's Tale were actually paid models promoting the Netflix drama's upcoming season. Protesters who showed up at the Amy Coney Barrett hearings dressed as characters from The Handmaid's Tale were actually paid models promoting the Netflix drama's upcoming season. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to say real news. You're going to say that's real news? Yeah. That is fake news. 
Oh, it is. Okay. Fake news. Yeah, and the dead giveaway where there was that it's a Hulu series, not a Netflix series. So that was <laughs> dead giveaway. Well, I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, that fake Who's news. Who? All right, here we go. Travis, are you ready for your next one? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or if this is fake news. Here we go. A woman took the bar exam while in labor, gave birth during the middle of the exam, and then finished the test the next day. Is that real news or is that fake news? Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, real news? You think that's real news? I do. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> why, 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 I love that. Why did that happen? Uh, that is uh, that is correct. That is real Woo! news. She was a Loyola Woo! University graduate. She took her bar exam while in labor, gave birth, and then finished her test the next day. She said uh, it was supposed to be in July. The test, not mm -hmm. the birth. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, but it, she wow. didn't want to miss out. No, she didn't, hasn't gotten her results yet. But in December, she will find out whether or not uh, whether or not she passed, which will be very. It'll be very exciting for her. All right, so you get a point. It's tied up. Terry, Travis, it's two to two. We have time for one more headline each. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. Here we go. Uh, Terry, here's your Fake News Friday headline. Formal complaints were submitted by several Democrats on the Judiciary Committee after Amy Coney Barrett replied to one, one question by pulling out a crucifix and hissing. Formal complaints were submitted after several uh, by several Democrats on the Judiciary Committee after Amy Coney Barrett answered one question by pulling out a crucifix and hissing. Fake. You think that's fake news? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yes. Yes, it is fake news. You are fake news. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me. Yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. She, she, went, she excused herself and went to the restroom and, and did that. Okay, that means it's three to two. Travis, you need this next one to tie it up. And uh, then what happens is you guys split the shirt. You ready? Sounds good. All right, here we go. Both right handed. He's like, give her the sleeves. I'll just wear a tank top. All right, here we go. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. A proud boy, a proud boy holding a sign that said free crack was arrested for attempting to kidnap Hunter Biden. A oh, my God. A proud boy holding a sign that said free crack was arrested for attempting to kidnap Hunter Biden. Is that real news or is that fake news? Man, I got the hard one. Um, <laughs> real news? You think that's real news? Yes. You are fake news. I'm sorry, that is that is fake. That is fake news. Although, I'll tell you what, man. I mean, no one wants to kidnap Hunter Biden. Let's be honest. Which means, with a score of three to two, congratulations, uh, Terry, you're a big winner today. Yay! Great job, Travis. Thanks so much for playing. It was a blast. Terry, hang tight. We're gonna get you your shirt out there in Wisconsin, and uh, you know, stay warm because apparently it's really cold. It's really cold up there. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Uh, when we get back, this poll that no one's going to show you and uh, and no one on the left is going to want to believe. Stay tuned. More of that coming up on the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. If you're on the go and can't listen live on the radio, stream the Mark K Show and the WOKV app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. 
This is the Mark Show, 855-765-1045. Real quick before we get out of here, I want to talk to oh, I want to talk to Pete in Texas. Texas Pete. It's one of my favorite uh, condiments, oh, by yeah, the way. Oh, yeah, good. It's That's good stuff. great stuff. Texas, Texas Pete, how you doing, man? Thanks so much for calling the Mark Show. What do you want to say? Oh, no. A New Yorker, now a proud Texan. Oh, yay. Uh, and, uh, what's on your mind, Pete? Well, I just want to ask you a quick question. Why do the Democrats think they have cornered the market on early voting? I would attest that early voting is because the Republicans are so darn enthusiastic. They are just driving to the polls. Yeah. Like crazy. Pete, that, uh, and, that is true. And, yeah. and if you read any of the headlines or if you see any of the stories, especially coming out of Georgia, they think that they've got this in the bag because there were lines for early voting. But nobody's walking up there saying, I voted for Biden. I voted for Biden. It, you're right. They assume that early voting means big turnout for them. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I, I've been planning on voting on Election Day this entire year. And this is a crazy thing to say out loud, but I actually might vote early just because of the fact that there is a possibility I may die before that day. That's a, you know what? And, hey, I, that'd be, it wouldn't be the first time a dead person voted. Let's just say that. Um, thanks so much for your call. And speaking of these polls, that there's something I saw earlier uh, this morning. It was a poll about early voting turnout and um, registrations and that kind of thing. And apparently the the conservatives are tracking right along with the Democrats. So while they claim success in early ballots and mail-in ballots, that's not necessarily the case. There's just as many conservatives that are voting early and just as many conservatives that are voting by mail. So those votes may actually be Donald Trump votes that the uh, Democrats are claiming um, with these, these early voting numbers. Something else I stumbled across is something called the primary model, which is this very obscure way of picking the winner of an election, but a very effective one. It's picked apparently 26 out of the last 27 elections correctly or 26 out of the last 28. The only two they didn't choose correctly were the Dewey Truman um, uh, Dewey Truman uh, race, which, of course, Truman won. But everyone thought Dewey was going to win. And then in 2000, when it went to the Supreme Court. But one thing that they measure is the candidates who were behind in the polls and ended up winning in the general election. Last time around, it was Donald Trump who was behind in the polls and beat Hillary Clinton. Before that, people forget this, but Barack Obama was behind John McCain, and he came back and he won it. George H.W. Bush was six points behind John Kerry and came back and won it in a, in a commanding vote in 2004. Uh, Bill Clinton was behind George H.W. Bush by 19 points and swept in and just walloped. George Bush. Uh, speaking of George Bush, he was behind Dukakis. Reagan was behind Carter. Nixon was behind Humphrey. Kennedy was behind Nixon. I mean, it, it goes back and forth, back and forth. Uh, it's, it, throughout history, you can see that the polls have no bearing on what actually happens to the end result of the election. Another big thing that they said was that you can look at the primary votes as a real barometer of how well candidates are going to do in the general. And this time around, the incumbent, Donald Trump, not only outdid himself in primary votes in many of these swing states, but also outdid Joe Biden and all the other Democrats running combined, which means in a lot of these swing states, primary voters went out and voted for Donald Trump more so than they did for whichever Democrat was running before they even knew which Democrat was running. And if it was a state where Bernie Sanders won more votes in the primary, guess what? Those votes aren't necessarily going to translate to Joe Biden. Also, if you vote for somebody in a primary, you are more than like you are a dedicated voter. You're involved in the political process. You are more than likely to get your butt up on Election Day or before then and vote for that same person. Because why else, Why wouldn't you? 
Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go out and vote in the general if you took the time to vote in the primary? So that's kind of where we are right now. This is this race is far from over. And you can tell by the questions that were asked at the town hall last night. You can tell by the news stories that I guarantee are going to come out this weekend. And you can tell with early voting starting in Florida on Monday, it's going to get you think you see a lot of political ads now. Just you wait. Just you wait. 855-765-1045. Join us Monday, by the way. We'll go through the ballot. A lot of people have been asking about the amendments, so we will, we will cut to the quick on all of the, uh, all of, there's six of them that you need to kind of fully understand if they're good or bad or ugly. We'll talk a little bit more about the tax that's on the ballot, and of course, I'm sure we'll hear more about our presidential candidates too. Have a great weekend, everybody. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh, that's all coming up next, so don't go anywhere. Keep it right here on 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.